Ready to dominate at the plate? Blast Baseball is trusted by more major league and college teams than any other hitting solution. The Blast sensor attaches to the knob of any bat, providing real-time feedback with every swing. Go to BlastMotion.com and enter code NOWD1 at checkout to save $25. All right, everybody, it is 9 o'clock. Let's get right into it. We do this show every Monday through Thursday at 9 p.m. Eastern on Twitter Spaces, or should I say X Spaces. I'm Alan Gay, and this is Now D1 Speaks. Hey, we have got a really big-time show tonight, something that I'm very, very excited about and proud of. I got to tell you, before we get started, that tonight is our 50th episode. This will be the 50th podcast that we put out there and I tell you what, that's really exciting, and I'm, I'm kind of patting myself on the back just a little bit, but I can't tell you a better way to have a 50th episode than with the two guests that we have tonight. First time we've ever had two guests on. I'm going to let them introduce themselves, but I'm going to give you an idea. You know, we've got Kobe White and we've got Noah Williamson. They're both current college baseball players. They've both gone through a, a really great program, and now they're kind of moving on. So with that said, hey, Kobe. Why don't you go ahead and introduce yourself? Maybe kind of give us an idea, you know, where you went to school, certainly the, what your GPA is, and, and really just kind of how did you get in to playing baseball? Yeah, awesome. And also, Alan, I want to first say thanks for having me on. But my name is uh, Kobe White. Uh, I attended Georgia Premier Academy for my prep years. Um, and I initially started on my collegiate career at Jackson State University. And then after that, I proceeded to go on to Allegheny uh, College of Maryland. I'm a center fielder. I can play all three uh, positions. Uh, I finished up at Allegheny with a 2-9. Um, and, I mean, I love the, the full experience of it. It was great. Hey, man, that's so awesome. And thank you for being here, Kobe. Absolutely appreciate it. Hey, how'd you get into baseball at, a, at an early age? Yeah, um, so I started out playing football. That was originally my first love. And then... The, uh, you know, the hide and weight thing kind of came an issue. And then I just, you know, I was more skilled at baseball and I knew the ins and outs of the game. And I was just the smartest at baseball, honestly. I got you. I understand that. Appreciate it. I love the background, too. You really kind of need to play all the sports that you can, especially when you're young. Hey, Noah, are you out there, man? Yes, sir. Uh Thanks for having me. I guess I'll uh, I'll kind of go next. I'm Noah Williamson uh, from State College, Pennsylvania. I attended high school, Baltimore area. It's a small small school here in central Pennsylvania. Only about I think like 110 kids in my graduating class. I was originally uh, committed D2 out of high school, and then decided that you know I wanted to kind of prove myself and develop. So I spent the last two years at Allegheny, where I was fortunate enough to play a lot. Graduated with a 3.45 and uh it all worked out and i'm now committed to ohio state oh man thank you so much for that run through and i gotta say did i understand correctly you're from state college pennsylvania isn't there another pretty big university in state college yeah so the actually the the funny thing is the big university here is uh penn state so kind of uh Ohio State's rival, I guess. <laughs> I got to tell you, I bet the hometown crowd really loves that, don't they? Yeah, I mean, it was kind of weird at first for everybody, but, you know, you got to you gotta go where you're wanted. And unfortunately, I wasn't uh, just Penn State wasn't one of the places that worked out. Absolutely. And hey, man, we're going to kind of get into this. 
one of the things that I think is going to be fascinating as we're talking is really the recruiting process, you know, kind of how you guys came from high school into Allegheny, you know, became a Trojan. I think everybody's going to be very, very interested in that. Definitely want to talk about what the day-to-day life is like in college. And the reason I want to do this, our core audience is really uncommitted high school prospects. And I think this is just going to be a great opportunity for them to kind of get some insight as to what it is that they're trying to be a part of. So let me ask you, I'll tell you what, and I, and I don't necessarily just want to go back and forth. Hey, Kobe. Hey, Noah. Y'all can probably feed off each other just a little bit. And, um, you know, I'll tell everybody in, in the audience that I kind of sent out some preliminary questions just to get an idea of, of who they are and what kind of guys they are. And I got to tell you, I was just blown away instantly just from just from their answers. You know, I keep thinking to myself, hey, this is going to be a big time show. We got big time athletes. But you know what? We've got big time people on. And I tell you what, these are two high character guys, really smart guys. They're baseball players. But I tell you, they're just great people. And I think that's really going to come across tonight. And I'm very, very excited about that. With a little bit of that said, I think, you know, maybe we'll skip around just a little bit. But I'm really interested in the day-to-day life as a college athlete. And, you know, and Kobe, you know, maybe you can just kind of give us that sense of, you know, in season and out of season. I mean, what's your routine like? What, what can a high school prospect expect when he gets into school? Yeah, so out of season, um, lots of training. I mean, you need to be swinging daily. Um, the weight room has been huge for me um, since I would say probably my junior year of high school. Um, you know, just staying consistent and staying in the weight room. But I would say as far as in-season, day-to-day, in the JUCO life, um, there's a lot of baseball. And, I mean, simply day-to-day, it contains the gym, class, I mean, and just baseball and just, I mean, just implementing, like, you know, the development and, you know, so you're ready to get to that next level. Absolutely. I mean, Noah, did you see anything different? I know when I was looking at some of your notes, I was sitting there thinking, my goodness, and I know you're doing the same thing, Kobe. But every morning, man, you're up at seven and it is a day that you're back finally around 830 or so at night. And you're still probably thinking about, hey, what am I going to eat and what other schoolwork do I need to complete before tomorrow? Yeah. So uh, fortunately for me, um, I kind of I made all of my classes online, uh, especially in the spring. It kind of gives you a little bit of a more flexible schedule. So the typical day for me was, you know, waking up at 7, you'd eat breakfast and be done with that by 8.30, doing some schoolwork from 9 to 12, cook lunch, kind of, you know, chill out until practice starts at like 3, and then you're at practice from, you know, 3 to 5.30, and then after that, you go to the gym from about 6 to 8, 8.30, depending on, you know, how much you love the gym and how much you want to stay there, and then eat dinner at 9 and, you know, repeat all over again. And, man, I tell you what, that is a full day. I always think about it. I mean, a lot of these kids, man, they're walking into a full-time job. You know what I mean? I mean, this is – and it, it, is, it doesn't matter if it's in season or out of season. You are working full-time. Yeah, and I think the the biggest thing to always focus on is, you know – the process and, and how it's going to pay off later. You know, you don't kind of think of it. I, I sort of think of it as a job, but at the end of the day, it's sort of an investment in my baseball career and kind of, you know, how far do I really want to push this thing is dependent on, you know, how much of that work I put in and how much of an investment I make. 
Man, that is so mature right there. I love that. That is a fantastic answer. It's a fantastic way to live your life. I mean, you're making investments in yourself that are going to pay off down the road. Maybe it doesn't pay off tomorrow, but it's going to pay off soon and then pay off for years. Man, that's a fantastic answer. I love that, Noah. Hey, I tell you what, Noah, while you're not on mute, let's take a step back. I'm really interested in your recruiting process as you came out of high school. You know, you made the comment that originally that you had committed D2 and then just kind of took a little bit of a step back and said, you know what, I've really got talent to eventually be at the D1 level. That had to take a lot of nerve to step away from an opportunity and then look elsewhere. Uh, kind of walk through how you were able to make that decision. Yeah, so uh, originally for me, um, you know, probably – I want to say the end of my freshman year in high school, kind of the beginning of sophomore year, I started speaking to schools, mostly Division Two here in PA. You know, the the PSAC Division Two baseball is probably some of the best in the country, I'd argue. So a lot of my focus was there. But I was also fortunate enough I was speaking to some D1s, um, just to name one, Florida Atlantic. I mean, they were. I was very fortunate to have that coach kind of open my eyes up to the D1 world a little bit and. Um, you know, unfortunately, after my sophomore year, after recruiting kind of got a little heavier, my junior year is when COVID struck and just kind of got ghosted by every single coach I was talking to just because for everybody, it was an uncertain time. Nobody knew. And uh, the only school that was at the time willing to take a chance on me and give me a visit during all of the uncertainty was Indiana University of Pennsylvania here. And uh, I ended up, I, uh, you know, committed to them, uh, had a really great visit. I thought it was a great fit for me. And unfortunately, the coach ended up getting let go um, before my senior year started. And then that's when it really kind of sparked for me. I was like, you know what? Like, I've always believed in myself as a D1 talent, but I'm kind of a late bloomer. And, you know, here's the perfect opportunity for me to, you know, go JUCO and really prove myself. And I chose Allegheny because – my high school pitching coach, he, he went to Allegheny as well, had a great career there, ended up going to Southern Miss after there and pitching in the College World Series. And, yeah, I mean, just very, very thankful for how things worked out. It's not the, not the easiest and not the smoothest ride, but, you know, it all paid off for sure. Man, I'd say it's absolutely paying off. And thank you so much for walking through that. A couple of things that I would like to touch on kind of quickly – the coach was let go at uh, Indiana UP. If the coach had not been let go, do you think he would have gone? I definitely think I would have considered going more. I mean, I won't say that I committed there with 100% of my heart into the decision. I think a lot of it had to do with, you know, nobody knew at the time because COVID was brand new and everything was shut down. And so I kind of just had to suck it up and kind of make the decision but I think it would have helped me help my decision to stay there a lot more but at the end of the day you know like I said I have no complaints with how everything's worked out in in junior college I think it was probably the best thing to ever happen in my career no question about it and then as far as you going to Allegheny College of Maryland I know I understand your high school pitching coach went there and then had a sounds like a great opportunity at Southern Miss and that absolutely paid off for him was he did he come to you and say, hey, let me tell you some great things about ACM? Or, and, and then did he connect you with the coaching staff there? I don't think he ever went out of his way to market Allegheny to me. I mean, he always just sort of spoke about it, and I would, you know, my curiosity would spark, and I would start to ask him questions. And the more and more him and I spoke, it just kind of seemed like 
you know, maybe that is a path for me. And yeah, I mean, at the time, um, the previous coach at Allegheny had gotten let go. And that was, I kind of committed to the coach that was there at the time, uh, coach Gary Tipton. And then, uh, a couple weeks later, coach Hein and coach Reinhardt, uh, got the jobs on the staff. And then, you know, from there, things kind of just took off. Absolutely. All right, man. Hey, I appreciate that. And Kobe, definitely want to know more about Georgia Premier Academy and then what your experience was like at Jackson State University. Is Georgia Premier, is, is, that, a, uh, is that a post-grad school? Uh, yes. Yes, sir. So it's a, um, it's a high school academy as well as a post-grad program. And I mean, it's it's filled with talent. But just to give you a rundown, um, so I spent my final year of high school there, and similar to what Williamson said, you know, just being a late bloomer, um, it was tough. And especially when COVID hit, as well as you know, just the outfield room that we had at Georgia Premier Academy. I mean, I'd argue to this day that we had the best outfield staff, maybe <laughs> like <laughs> in in high school history. Um, so the pandemic hit and I was still clueless of, um, you know, where I was going. And during the time uh, at the academy, we were just inter-squatting every day, which that was one of the pros of being at an academy, you know, during the pandemic, uh, because we still had, I think, 45, close to 50 guys. So we were able to inter-squad and still get the reps in and things like that every day. And then late July, um, Coach Johnson from Jackson, uh, we got in contact and you know, he valued, you know, my swing and my speed and things like that and just what I brought to the game. And, you know, that happened. And my time at Jackson, it was awesome. Um, you know, different atmosphere being at HBCU, but, I mean, I wouldn't trade it, honestly, for anything. And then that June um, had exit meetings and, you know, we just decided maybe it would be best for me to explore JUCO options and things like that. And then I got in contact with Coach Hine. And, you know, him and Coach Reinhardt honestly were, you know, reaching out, if not every day, every other day. And I felt wanted. So leaving a D1 school where that, you know, wasn't so heavily the case, I mean, because, you know, everyone there can play, you know, skill levels pretty much the same all across the board. But, you know, just being in an atmosphere where I was wanted was pretty much the most important thing in a place where I could play every day. So I went up on the visit and, you know, instantly fell in love with the location. Uh, you know, being from a big city, it's, it's kind of calm and, you know, nice being in a small setting where there's no distractions and things like that, a place where you can go and put your head down and just work and develop. Hey, man, that's pretty cool. A couple things, too, right away, just kind of hopping out. Georgia Premier Academy. Yeah, a couple of comments that you made. You were talking about the strength of the starting outfield and probably the best in the country, maybe the best ever. Who knows, right? But one of the things and, – and you also made the comment that you were a late bloomer. So I've got to ask you, were you starting at Georgia Premier? And if you weren't starting, you were still being recruited by Jackson State? Yes, sir. So the first half, I would say probably maybe the first, first 10 to 14 games I didn't start. And um, we played in a very strong conference, the conference of academies, like with uh, TNXL, P27, Pro 5, uh, arguably the best high school conference in the country. Um, and, you know, we weren't getting the outcome. So, you know, Coach Reynolds threw me in left field, uh, started batting two-hole. And 
you know, the production started coming and we were winning a few more games. But the biggest thing out of the late bloomer, I've always been a winner and um, tend to make the players around me better. So I was able to bring that to the lineup every day. And, you know, we had just never, never looked back, honestly. Absolutely. And I tell you what, that really does speak to the to the strength of the school. Uh, I'm talking about Georgia Premier and that league. I mean, TNXL has probably got one of the absolute best programs in the country, you know. And they're down – hey, they're right next door to me. I'm out of Orlando, Florida, so I'm certainly well aware of those guys. And so the, the next thing I do want to ask you about – all right, so after your freshman year at Jackson State University, did were, – were the coaching staff, were they involved – in helping you transition over to Allegheny College of Maryland? Or did you were you literally kind of going out on your own and just reinitiating your recruiting process? Yeah, so it was around mid-July when I decided um, I wasn't going to return back. And first, you know, initially I reached out to a few more D1s, and then I, you know, I sat back and I just looked at myself in the mirror, honestly, and um, – at the time, I had, you know, some kinks in my swing. Um, my velocity, arm strength wasn't where I could go make an impact, in a, like, at a four-year institution right away. So I said, okay, you know, let's take the junior college route and, um, you know, just go develop, get stronger, bigger, and faster. That way, when you're done at the junior college, it won't be any questions asked. So you can go in and make an impact right away somewhere. I love it. Hey, I want to thank everyone that's joining this evening. Thank you so much for being here and for supporting now D1, but really supporting Kobe and Noah as well. I will tell you that we record this space. Uh, If you did get in late, don't worry about it. We're going to be able to retweet it out later. You will be able to hear it in its entirety. For anybody that is just jumping in, we're, we're talking with Kobe White and Noah Williamson. They're both former junior college players, and they both transitioned over to D1 schools. And they're, they're just kind of walking through their process, how they came to, to go to Allegheny College of Maryland, what the day-to-day life is like. And, and we're about to kind of get into how do they transition to the next phase of uh, their career, their, their, their next school. So, Kobe, let me, before we get to that, Kobe, I, w- I do want to ask you one more thing about the day-to-day life. Noah really, and, and you as well, kind of went through what the expectations are. But, you know, the thing that was left out is the two of you guys, y'all were co-captains of the team this year. And you hear that a lot, you know, on TV and watching various sporting events. Oh, the, it's the captain. Well, you know, for everybody that's listening, what does that really even mean? When you're, when you're the captain of the team, what kind of responsibilities do you have and – to what degree did you take the seriousness of it and and the honor of it? And how did you just live out? I'm the captain. Yeah. So um, the captain role initially was um, we came across that, I'd say maybe about, was it eight to 10 games? No, I think, yeah, around eight to 10 games in the season. Um, and Hine just, well, Coach Hine, he, um, he spoke, I mean, he gave it out to two well-respected guys on the team. Um, you know, I would say me and Noah were both very valued on the team and people was, uh, respected our opinions. And as far as, you know, receiving that role, it was, I mean, it was an honor and a blessing that Coach Hahn trusted us with those roles. And um, I wouldn't say we, you know, took it with the big head. Um, we stayed level because, you know, at the same time, we had end goals that we wanted to accomplish as a team um, as well as individually. So, the biggest thing for me was just, you know, getting 
everyone on the same page uh, so we could win. I would say for the two years I was there, I mainly preached that, um, you know, nobody on our team possessed all five tools. So the way for us to get people's attention was to simply win. I mean, nobody's going to recruit kids out of junior colleges that are on losing uh, with losing programs and things like that. And I can, I mean, this year I would say, I mean, our third string catcher, committed to a division two program. And I would say a lot of that had to do with, you know, him coming from a winning program, man. Thank you for that rundown. What kind of, when you say a winning program, what kind of year did you guys have last year? Yes, sir. Uh, we were 29 and 21. Okay. And really, really tough competition. I had the opportunity to talk to coach Ron Hart and I think y'all are in region 20 and that's probably one of the toughest regions that are, that's out there. So I know you're playing good competition week in and week out. Absolutely. Yes, sir. Absolutely. And I hope everybody heard that, especially the guys that are the, our core audience, again, the uncommitted guys. I mean, Kobe just made one comment that just blew me away. And that was, hey, our third string catcher committed D2. All right. Just to kind of give you a sense of the talent in, in baseball across the country. Third string catcher committed D2. Man, that's awesome stuff. So, Noah, I really want to kind of also explore – and have you expand upon what really what are the benefits of going junior college? You know, because I'm, I'm a big proponent of it. I, I know the values to, of it, but I would really be interested in hearing from a student athlete. Why go junior college? And then specifically, man, really promote Allegheny College of Maryland. How has it really impacted you and propelled your career? Yeah, so I think junior college is such a great, um, you know, opportunity because it's so versatile it gives you you know you can go there you can have a breakout year you can you only have to be there for one year you can stay for two years and and get you know all the benefits I mean you know come out of high school if you're looking for playing time or looking for develop you can get both of them at junior college and if you know if you're somebody who's maybe nervous isn't the best word but kind of skeptical about the college experience I think a place like Allegheny that's, you know, on a smaller scale can kind of give you that initial college feel, can kind of get your feet on the ground for your uh, for your college career and kind of, you know, have things take off. So, yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm super happy to see how, how well junior college has kind of gotten its respect over the past few years. I think it's, I think it's pretty great for college baseball. I would agree. No question about it. And, and it probably felt pretty good to play at a big time field. I think that what it was the name of the field or the nickname. Is it the rock? Yeah. So it's nicknamed as the rock, but this year they actually wanted to recognize the, uh, the first sort of legendary coach of the college, Steve Bizarnik. So now it's formally named uh, Steve Bizarnik field in his honor. And I think, you know, that's, that's a man who absolutely deserves it. Man, that's so cool. I am glad you told us about that. I love it. So, Noah, let's keep going here with your career. You mentioned <clears throat> you mentioned earlier that you really broke a lot of hearts, you know, in your hometown when you left State College and decided to go be a Buckeye. Tell, how did that come about? Just kind of talk to us a little bit about the recruiting process that led you from from being a Trojan to to being a Buckeye. Yeah, so my recruiting process definitely did not follow the formula. So um, after my freshman year at Allegheny, I was fortunate enough to have, you know, just a, a litany of amazing offers. And I decided that, you know, I really wanted to go back. And I've always kind of believed in myself as a power five pitcher. I'm just, you know, I needed the kind of extra time to bloom. And so 
in the fall um, of my sophomore year this past year, I ended up committing to St. Bonaventure. Um, you know, it was a great campus, small, close to home. And, you know, just some things financially didn't work out. So I had to end up decommitting from there and then sort of went into the first half of the season um, uncommitted, still kind of looking for a home and trying to, you know, trying to settle down a little bit and just play the play the rest of the season committed. And I was fortunate enough to get a great offer from Eastern Michigan. I mean, their campus is beautiful. It's a beautiful area, um, you know, 20,000 kids. So it gives you that big school feel, but it's not, you know, one of the biggest and then, unfortunately, their coaching staff ended up getting let go. So um, ended up leaving there just because, you know, I was so – I had such a great relationship with those coaches that they were a lot of the reason that I wanted to go there just because I felt, you know, like that was sort of a second home for me and that I, you know, my parents could really trust the coaches to kind of, you know, get me to where I need to be. And then for the last, I think, six, probably five months, I was – uh maybe closer to four. I was looking for, for a new home and, uh, you know, kind of waited to the last minute, waited till after the draft, kind of, you know, playing my hand and wanted to kind of let things be absolutely right and perfect this time so I don't mess it up and uh, was fortunate enough to just get a, an outstanding offer from a great school in Ohio State. You know, I think it's one of the schools that every kid dreams about and, you know, I'm super happy that it's a reality. Man, congratulations. No question about it. I mean, what a fantastic career you've had so far. And, man, you're just getting to propel yourself that much further. You know, you're doing things that a lot of guys will never be able to say they, that they were able to do. And, what, man, you take a chance on yourself really twice, you know, sitting there thinking about, you know, when you came out of high school to step back away from a D2 school and take another path where you knew you were going to have an opportunity to go out and prove who you were, and then you did it. And then to take a chance to sit through the draft as well. You had already grad. I think you had said you had already graduated from Allegheny. Uh, so you know, I mean, you you had to be sitting here thinking, you know, what's going to happen here, <laughs> right? It's not like I can turn back around and, and just stay in junior college. And you take a big chance on yourself, and uh, it paid off again. Took a lot of nerve. And I've also got to kind of say, man, with the coaching staff, you're kind of batting 500 here. You know, in some degree, you've been committed to four different schools, not counting Ohio State yet, and the coaching staff has been let go at two of them. So I don't know, man. We, we're going to have to keep our eye on Ohio State here, see which direction it goes. Yeah, it was kind of a funny topic of conversation with all the schools that I spoke to kind of, you know, joking with me that maybe I'm a little bit of a bad open, bad omen when it comes to their job security. So, yeah, that, that was a pretty conversation piece. <laughs> I think you're going to be a good omen in this particular case. I think the all of a sudden these coaches are going to look like, hey, they're pretty smart. These are really good coaches, just happen to have great players, right? Hey, uh, Kobe, really kind of want to turn back over here to you as well. I mean, you know, one of the things that we haven't talked about is where are you going to go to school now? And, and let us know that. And then same thing, kind of walk us through that recruiting process. Yeah, so currently um, – I'm headed to Stephen F. Austin University this fall in Texas in the WAC conference with uh, Coach C, Coach Cardenas. And uh, throughout this spring, um, you know, I came off a really good fall. And, you know, it was kind of frustrating because, you know, at the junior college level, uh, fall is kind of, you know, where you get coaches in four years looking at you. And, um, you know, Coach Han just kept preaching to me, you know, just – you know, keep working, keep grinding, don't get caught up in the results, you know, you just play your game, you know, good things will come. 
So, you know, hearing that, you know, obviously as a student athlete, you know, someone telling, you know, keep putting in the work, all the results aren't really coming. It's kind of frustrating, but, you know, with it being my last year in junior college, you know, I really had no choice but to buy into that. So I, you know, put my head down, kept working and, you know, trying to win every day with my guys. And, you know, schools were reaching out a few division ones, a few division twos, um, really all levels. And I spoke with coach C the first time I would say maybe in about around May, um, with about two to three weeks left in our season, a late April, early May. And in June, you know, I just kept in contact, still was hearing from other coaches, uh, you know, entertaining other schools. And the week after July 4th, uh, Coach C reached out and he was saying, there's center fielder in at the transfer portal. Um, so there was an opening there, which throughout this whole time, you know, the biggest thing was finding a coach that, you know, likes what I bring to the field and bring, you know, to a team. So with their center fielder leaving, it was kind of a perfect fit on both ends. Um, so I went on my visit and man, from the time I stepped on campus, it was, it was amazing. I mean, as far as like, you know, the hospitality, um, the facilities, you know, outside of baseball, we've been incredible. And then I went to go eat at a barbecue place with the coaching staff and, you know, growing up in Memphis, Memphis, in my opinion, has the best barbecue, but when some barbecue can compete with Memphis barbecue, you know, it's, it's amazing. So <laughs> then, like when I took that first bite, I was like, yeah, I, you know, this is, this is going to become home. Man, I love that, Kobe. That's so funny, man. That's what sold you right there. <laughs> I knew I was home yeah, when I tasted the barbecue. Yeah, that was, uh, that was the icing on the cake. But, I mean, they took me, you know, to the, uh, like their gym, I guess the UC, some would call it, or things like that. And they had an all-purpose pool, and it had a, a lazy river in there, um, like a deep pool diving board. I think it's like 15, 18 feet. I mean, it was just incredible. Everyone there was nice. Um, and it was just almost like a why not situation, especially, you know, with them saying, you know, like the role and things like that, what they had coming back and things like that. Man, congratulations. I mean, that's just so awesome. I know that your parents are just thrilled too, man. I mean, that's big time. And I'm thinking about your career, man. You've been all over the place from Tennessee to Georgia to to uh, Pennsylvania, now to Texas. I mean, you have really, you've really kind of moved around. Yes, sir. I, I tell people all the time, uh, you know, playing this game, it can bring you a lot of opportunities and show you a lot of different places. It's definitely a blessing. No question. It is a blessing. And one thing that you said that really kind of jumped out at me, other than just the barbecue, and, uh, you know, you were, you were talking about the fit that you were looking for in the coaching staff at Stephen F. Austin. When, when SFA realized, I think the way you put it, what you bring to the table, it was a natural fit. I got to ask you, you know, what is it that you bring to the table? Yes, sir. So I'm a, uh, I consider myself, you know, a lockdown center fielder, uh, takeaway doubles in the gaps, um, you know, Oftentimes, Rob, Luke singles, uh, you know, just track anything, honestly, that comes my way, as well as, like I said earlier, I think my best strength is, you know, bringing guys together and making, helping everyone, you know, play better and getting the best out of everyone on the squad, whether, you know, you're the everyday shortstop or maybe you're a bullpen catcher. Um, you know, we just need all hands on deck and everyone to contribute to one goal. 
Man, that's so awesome right there. You are a leader and a winner, man. There's no question about it and a very skilled ball player. What What are you kind of expecting? What do you think your role is going to be as, as you come into uh, next year? <laughs> yes, sir. So, um, like I said, with their previous center fielder uh, leaving, he was, you know, their leadoff guy and played center field every day. And um, when I went on my visit, Coach Flowers, I mean, he just kept preaching. He was like, this would really top off our recruiting class, you know, getting the top of the lineup hitter and just a lockdown center fielder. So, I mean, I told them um, I'm willing to take on any role. I can, you know, wherever they want me to hit in the lineup, whether it's first, you know, third, fourth through ninth. I mean, whatever to help the team win, honestly. But just, you know, to play every day and, you know, prove myself in the fall that I deserve that. Man, I love it. So let me ask you something. What is it that you're doing currently maybe to help yourself to uh, be prepared for next year? <laughs> Working. Um, well, currently I'm in the uh, Dominican Republic training for 35 days. I came here July 15th. Uh, I leave August 20th. Um, and that's this experience. This is my actually my second time coming. And uh, just the work, you know, we put in out here every day is unmatched. Man, I love it. That, I tell you, it's a way of life in the Dominican Republic in a way, isn't it? Yes, sir. Absolutely. Um I mean, even seeing, you know, some of their eight and nine-year-olds is def like baseball is definitely life over here. I mean, they breathe, eat, and sleep it. Um, but it's, it's just a get-after-it-every-day mindset. Man, I love it. What a great experience for you all the way around. I mean, that'll help you grow, and that's something that you'll take with you as well for the rest of your life. These are experiences that you'll just never forget. Hey, again, everyone that's joining, thank you so much for being here. We absolutely appreciate it. I mentioned earlier that we recorded this space so that we can retweet it. Well, another reason that we recorded is we turned it into a podcast and that podcast is now D one speaks. And as I mentioned, this is our 50th episode. It's been fantastic. Generally speaking, we do it four nights a week, Monday through Thursday. Most nights we're uh, we're interviewing uncommitted high school prospects, you know, graduation class 24, 25 primarily. We do some junior college guys that are looking for transfers as well. Our core audience has, has been college coaches. And I tell you, the thing that's been kind of incredible, and I know Noah and Kobe can attest to this, you're really not going to play college baseball if you don't have the ability. I mean, that's almost a given. I mean, you, you've got to be big. You've got to be fast. You've got to be strong. You've got to be able to play baseball. And what we've been able to find out in some of these interviews and, and really the feedback that we've gotten from coaches is a big piece – to be really successful at the next level is your makeup. You know, what kind of guy are you in the classroom? What kind of guy are you as far as a teammate? What, what kind of person are you just within the community as well? And this show has really given some of these uncommitted prospects an opportunity to say, hey, this is who I am. This, this is the track record that I've put down. And I'm somebody, coach, that you can absolutely count on. You're not going to have to worry about me off the field because I take care of my business. And I'm going to allow you to focus on baseball activities and winning baseball games so this show has really kind of turned into a, just a very very positive environment all the way around and i say that if we have anyone listening that would certainly like to be a part of this please reach out to me i'll tell you that we're booked pretty much through august at least the first half of august is done but we're going to run it all the way through august and we'll keep doing this into the fall as well so if you have an interest please reach out to me at twitter i'm at now underscore d1 so, 
Noah, I kind of want to turn back here just a little bit. You know, we were just talking about Kobe, and I was really interested in what the expectation is for next year when he goes to SFA. How about you? When you when you roll into OSU, what what are you really expecting your role to be next year? Yeah, so um, when I spoke to the coaches, their primary role for me was to be, you know, the the Friday, Saturday, Sunday guy or, you know, other roles that they might want to explore, they've said, has been, you know, the the dude out of the bullpen or the closer. And, you know, I think, you know, my whole life I've kind of just been a starter, so I don't know anything different. And, you know, I think the cool thing about this opportunity is, you know, with a great coaching staff and all these resources, maybe I end up finding out that I excel better, you know, out of the bullpen or closing. And I'm, I'm, I'm super thrilled about that. Man, I love the attitude. You're just thankful for the opportunity and you are just ready to roll. Whatever position they put you in, you're going to take advantage of it. Hey, could you give us a sense of maybe some, uh, some measurables like height, weight, and uh, certainly velo and any secondaries you have? Yeah, so uh, I'm not the biggest guy. I'm 5'11", 205. Uh, the fastball sits anywhere from 88 to 92, 93. Um, and then my my bread and butter pitch, I'd say, is a, is a slider. But I also like to flip in a little curveball to kind of steal some strikes. And if I'm behind in the count, and then I have a slider that I'm really working on kind of perfecting as an out pitch as well. I love it, man. So let me ask you something. What What is your absolute go-to pitch, man, when everything's on the line and you know you've got you to gotta have it? What is it that you rely on? I guess it would have to be my slider. I mean, I remember a start from this year where, you know, it just seemed like – I my fastball was probably 88 to 89, but it just seemed like the other team was just – they were just waiting for it. And I kind of, you know, I went to plan B and I started throwing – Heck, it felt like I threw in the span of six innings probably 50 sliders, and it was just – it was working. I was inducing the soft contact, and, you know, at the end of the day, you got to do whatever you got to do to win, and it, it, it certainly – I think that's my go-to pitch. Man, I love it. I love that, absolutely. It sounds like it's a great go-to pitch. And so let me ask you, Kobe. I mean, I've got to ask you, you know, Noah's kind of walking through some of his experiences. What in the world was it like kind of playing behind him as well when you're out – you know, it, was he really getting these little soft hits that he was talking about, or were you making spectacular plays behind him and just making him look good? <laughs> yeah, um, no, I mean, everything he just said was 100% true. Um, easily, you know, one of the best pitchers I've played with, but obviously, you know, an even better person off the field. But, I mean, as far as, you know, when he stepped on the mound, um, our whole team knew, like, you know, with him pitching, uh, you know, everyone needs to bring their game because he's going to give it his all. And, um, you know, having a guy like that on the mound, it just makes you want to play harder uh, because, you know, he's giving it his all. And offensively, you know, hitting in that leadoff spot, um, I just tried to make it, you know, my job to at least get him a run, you know, at the top or the bottom of the first whenever it was. But just to, you know, to where he could pitch more so to contact, keep his pitch count low, and things like that but I mean his slider was it was almost impossible to touch man thank you for that I appreciate that too man and I, don't you love it with teammates start talking about each other and I gotta say you know a lot of times it what can hold you back is if you're a little bit jealous of someone else even if they're playing a different position you're maybe you're just jealous of the of the uh, spotlight or maybe you're jealous that maybe his co-captain role is just a little bit more responsible than somebody else's co-captain 
I got to tell you, that kind of stuff can hold you back. And then when you hear Kobe talking about Noah right there, I mean, all only thing that came across was just tremendous respect, a tremendous bond that the two of them have, just a closeness. And, hey, I love that. Hey, you better bring your A game because you know that Noah's going to bring everything he has. And it just kind of amped up everybody's um, uh, playing ability. Man, that's just so cool. I tell you, you, you hear the iron sharpens iron all the time. But what you just described, that really makes it very, very real. I appreciate you kind of walking through that, Kobe. Oh, and Kobe, let me ask you this. You know, a little bit of a change of direction. You guys have been recruited now multiple times. You've kind of lived through the COVID experience. Now you're living through the transfer portal experience. I mean, it's just a different landscape out there. I, I'm just really curious as to what, what your thoughts in general, maybe not specifically to your recruiting, but just in general, where are we with college recruiting? And, and what do you think that maybe a high school kid should really be doing to kind of help his recruiting process along? Yeah, so um, like Coach Hahn always preaches, uh, control the controllables, you know, attitude and effort. And, you know, whether you're a kid with no offers or multiple offers, um, you know, you just need to keep putting the work in. But I would say, you know, go to a place where you're wanted and valued and, you know, a place where you can bring something to the team. Uh, my mom always told me, like, no one likes lukewarm water. Uh, you need to either be hot or cold. <laughs> So you need to bring something to the table. I mean, and, you know, find a coach that really values what you bring because, you know, whether you know it or not, you form a close bond, you know, with that coach and it'll make you want to play harder for him as well as he'll push you to be the best, you know, player that you can be possibly. Man, that's good stuff, Kobe. I, I couldn't agree more, man. Go where you're wanted and go where you know you can play as well. I mean, in the, the goal of playing college baseball to really play college baseball, you know, it's, not, it's certainly not to sit on the bench. And I think you have found, I think you were fortunate enough really to end up finding two places that really wanted you. First, you know, uh, Allegheny College of Maryland absolutely wanted you. And then the barbecue. You know, I think I think in the notes that you sent me, honestly, I think in the notes, man, when you just stepped on campus, it felt like home. And a, a lot of the comments that you've already said about the coach, I can tell that you have tremendous respect for him already. There's a great bond and a great relationship that's developing. And man, I just think you're going to have a ton of success ahead of you here over the next couple of years. Really, really exciting stuff, Kobe. Yeah. So, Noah, let me I, I, I really want to kind of get your perspective too. almost the exact same thing, you know, not not specific to your recruiting, but just kind of, you know, what do you think of the general state of college baseball recruiting? And again, what is it that maybe a high school kid could really be doing to kind of help his situation along? Yeah. So I think the biggest thing is and I'll say it, you know, I'll say it to the day I die. Consider JUCO no matter, you know, how, if you're a draft prospect out of high school or you didn't start on your JV team, I think, you know, junior college is always going to put you in a leveraged position. I mean, especially with, you know, how the transfer portal is now kind of turning college baseball into a little bit of a free agency. You know, I was told by multiple coaches, you know, there's thousands of kids in the transfer portal, but at the end of the day, like, you know, junior college guys bring experience, they bring grit, you know, to the table. And that's what most coaches are looking for. I mean, you know, Ohio State, they told me, you know, it's it's easy to bring in a guy that, you know, sat for two years at, at a D1, he's 6'6", and throws 100. They'd rather have a guy with experience and who's who's been through it because, you know, that's how, that's how you win. 
Man, I love that, Noah. I couldn't agree more. I think you definitely need to put down a track record. I think what you may be seeing in, in the future here with recruiting, I don't know, maybe I'm wrong, but I, I kind of feel like that the D1 schools are going to be recruiting the the NAIA, the D2, the D3, mid-majors, you know, certainly junior college. That's almost their recruiting ground, and they're going to be recruiting guys that have been playing. They've got a track record now. They've been proving themselves. It's a little bit of a challenge almost in a sense to recruit high school kids because you're kind of projecting out who they could be. It, it's a little safer bet to go after a college kid. You know what I mean? And, and I think it's a, in many ways it could turn out to be a really, really positive thing and a good thing because for high school kids, I think it's going to open up a world of opportunities really looking at the NAIAs. I think there's tremendous opportunities there. D3, certainly junior college. I mean, the junior college absolutely leaves all your options open, and it gives you an opportunity to play early and put down your own track record. Kind of do what you said you did, Noah, in the sense that, hey, I, I put a bet on myself. You know, I, I felt like I knew where I could end up, and so I bet on myself, and I went out there and did it. Hey, guys, I've got to tell you, this evening I have absolutely gotten – I've really gotten to, uh, to know both of y'all a little bit better and just enjoyed it tremendously. I mean, y'all are super mature young men. you got great futures ahead of you. You've already put in tons of work academically, athletically. I mean, your futures are just so bright. And, and you know, the, I think the thing of it is, especially talking to both of you, you're, you're just so level-headed and just very, very mature with your answers. You know, it's incredible what a couple of years of college really does to to a man you know it, it helps you to grow up you have to take on so much responsibility on your own other than just playing baseball it turns you into a really well-developed well-rounded man and i think that's just coming across time and time again hey uh let's let's kind of end it tonight the, the question i want to ask both of you and, and we'll just start with noah and, and it's kind of similar to the recruiting and it's with young guys but let's just take it a step back maybe a really young guy, maybe a kid that's about to start high school who is really good at baseball and, and they want to be good for a long period of time. What, what kind of advice would you give really a young person? Yeah, I mean, it sounds cheesy, but the thing that I've kind of really started to appreciate the past few months is don't fall in love with the results, fall in love with the process. Because if, you know, if you get addicted to the process, the results are going to handle themselves and, you know, yeah, I mean, I guess that's the best advice. I think that's fantastic advice. I love that. How about you, Kobe? Yeah, yeah. Um, so, yeah, like just to piggyback off similar to what Noah said, um, I mean, ultimately, you know, just go where you're wanted. I know as far as for me when picking Allegheny College, uh, like I said, my biggest thing my whole baseball career has been winning. Um, and, you know, prior to going there, I saw the following year, the year before I went, I believe they went 22 and 25. So my biggest thing was, you know, I can go there and showcase I'm a winner. So, you know, just going somewhere, you know, where you're valued, um, you know, no matter the level, because it's, it's great players everywhere, uh, no matter the level. Um, even I know one of our games early on this year, we played a school called the Apprentice School, and they had one of the better pitchers that we faced all year, and they were in the uh, conference of small colleges. So, I mean, it's great players everywhere. Um, you know, just going to a place where you can develop and, you know, have a good relationship with the coaching staff and, you know, a good, a good environment. Absolutely, man. Tremendous advice right there, Kobe. No question about it. Hey, 
I do want to let everyone know that tomorrow night we're going to be on again at nine o'clock. We've got an uncommitted. He's 24, a 24 uncommitted out of North Carolina. It's Chase Jackson. And uh, Chase is a tremendous athlete. He's got a fantastic story for anybody out there. Uh, his dad is Sanchez Jackson, uh, who has got a great reputation in the baseball world. Really looking forward to talking to Chase. So I'd ask everybody to tune in tomorrow night at 9 o'clock. And just as a heads up, since you guys are on, on Thursday night, we've got Coach Cunningham. Coach Cunningham is an assistant coach. He's at Voorhees University. That's in Denmark, South Carolina. It's an NAIA school. I tell you, this, this program is really on the rise. These guys have really turned it around. Him and his uh, head coach, Coach O'Neill, they're exciting, both of them. But we're, we're really, really fortunate to have Coach Cunningham on. I tell you, if you're an uncommitted prospect, this is somebody I would want to listen to. That's going to be Thursday at 9 o'clock. You're going to want to know more about Voorhees University and, and where they're heading. Hey, again, Kobe and Noah, thank you very, very much for taking time out to be with us. I tell you, Kobe, I had the opportunity to uh, interview Coach Ron Hart here just a couple of weeks ago, and Kobe reached out to me afterwards, and he was like, man, I think that we would really like to be a part of this. I want to introduce you to Noah, and if we could get on the show, because I think we could kind of give an idea of what college life is like and what college baseball is all about, and maybe it would help somebody out there. And I tell you, I'm so so grateful that Kobe did that because I think this was a fantastic show. I think that he did exactly what he promised he was going to do. I know that there are players that are out there that are going to be listening to this, and and they're going to be able to uh, they're going to be able to learn from it. And there's going to be parents out there that are listening as well. And it just means a lot. I got to tell you. And one thing that I would certainly appreciate, you know, Kobe and Noah, if it, hey, your next stop. You know, maybe next year or in two years. I hope you'll come back on after the major league draft. Man, I'd love to have an opportunity to say, hey, you remember a couple of years ago we were talking about what it was like to go from one school to another? Tell me about what it felt like when the GM called you and says, hey, we're going to make a move on you. <laughs> would, would you guys promise to come back? Absolutely, for sure. Man. I love it. Absolutely love it. Hey, why don't we end it here tonight? And I uh, just thank you very, very much for everybody that was being on. And uh, so let's just end it there. Hey, good night. Thanks for having me. Hey, let me ask you something. Are you ready to dominate at the plate this season? Blast Baseball is the number one hitting improvement solution, trusted by more major league, college, and travel ball teams than any other. The Blast sensor attaches to the knob of any bat, providing real-time feedback with every swing. Metrics are automatically sent to a smartphone app, generating insights that allow you to analyze and improve your hitting like never before. Go to BlastMotion.com and enter code NOWD1 and you will save $25 at checkout. Unlock your potential with Blast. Blast.